Welcome to the Calm Resilient Mama podcast. I'm Cindy Graham Schmidt. I'm a life coach and a mama of two. On this podcast, I share with you coaching tools and tips to help you deal with the challenges that life and motherhood throw at you. I'm going to help you to enjoy your life more today because tomorrow isn't promised to anyone. Hey mama, let's talk about finances. I just finished doing our new family budget because we'll be moving into a new rental soon and some other finance things have recently changed as well. To be honest, this is my first proper budget that I've done and it took me a few days to finalize it. Obviously because I had to stop and start because you know I have two kids and can't always finish a task but I've done it now. So we've had a budget before that my husband had put together and to be honest He's also been the one keeping an eye on it and updating it from time to time. Obviously, I knew it was there and I had access to it and, you know, I knew what it generally looked like. But I was never really on top of it, so to say. Like, I never really paid close attention. But, yes, I do recognize, firstly, I do recognize and acknowledge that that's a very privileged position to be in. And I know that this is not the case for a lot of people. Especially in the current financial climate, though, with inflation and, you know, cost of living going up and up and up, I feel like a lot of people have to now be much more mindful with their spending and, you know, just what their finances look like in general. So that and a recent interest of mine into um, my recent interest in financial literacy has led me to record this episode for you. Because again, in this current financial climate that we're in, I feel like we all can benefit from being more on top of our finances and knowing you know, what comes in, what goes out, that kind of thing. I'm not going to share any financial advice though, because you know I'm not a financial advisor. Instead, this episode is supposed to encourage you to look at your financial situation and potentially make some changes if you need and or want to. Because again, everyone's finan um, financial situation is different. So it, yeah, it's important that you look at yours, like what's happening for you, and then, you know, based on that, make the right decisions for you. So I've recently started reading the book She's on the Money and I've been listening to their podcast as well. So it's the same title, She's on the Money. It's a book and a podcast as well. And that has actually given me some great insights and knowledge that I simply didn't have before. You know, we don't learn those kind of things in school, unfortunately. But that doesn't mean that we can't learn them now. Like, if you don't feel your level of financial literacy is, you know, at, like at the level that you want it to be, then go ahead and learn about those things. Like there's nothing stopping you from doing that now. Instead of thinking, you know, I'm not, I don't know if you have those thoughts, but you might, you know, I think a lot of people have like, you know, I'm just not good with money. I just can't stick to my budget. And, you know, rather than keep thinking those thoughts instead, embrace the fact, okay, I am not at the level where I want to be, but, I can learn those things, you know. There's a lot of resources out there that can help to learn. 
because I think this really matters. You're like not just in the current um, financial climate, but in general, like your financial situation can have a huge impact on your mental well-being and your ability to feel, you know, more calm and resilient. Your nervous system will constantly be really activated if you constantly need to worry about money and whether or not you have enough. And that is exactly why I want to invite you to take a close look at your finances and make changes where needed so that you can feel more empowered when making financial decisions. And, you know, in turn, have your nervous system, give your nervous system a bit of a break and help it to feel more calm. So, for example, one of the things that was recommended both in the book and on the Shays on the Money podcast is to go through your bank statements from the last three months and see exactly where your money went, like every single dollar. Have a look. What do you spend your money on? That will give you a really good idea. Like I did that one before I was doing my budget and that gave me a really good idea and it can do that same for you. It gives you an idea of, you know, what you value and what you spend most of your money on apart from obviously bills and groceries and that kind of thing. You know, on top of the things that are necessary, what else do you spend your money on? Like, do you feel at the end of the month or the end of the fortnight that you don't really know what happened, like, you know, where all that money went because you just keep, you know, you use your card and it's so easy now to <laughs> tap your card and off you go. But do you keep track of what you're spending or, you know, do you just keep doing it and then at the end of the month feel like, I didn't really know what happened, like where that money really went. So doing this, going over the last three months, your banks of your, like go through your bank statements the last three months and have a look where exactly that money went. And like, that's one of the things they recommend on that po podcast and the book. And I really like that. And I, I've, like, I found it really useful. That's why I wanted to share it with you. And yeah, once you discovered what you actually, you know, what you spend your money on, are those the things that you value and then you, or not, and then you can make changes accordingly. They also talk about investing and tips to save money. And there's so many other books and podcasts and resources that you can access to learn more about financial literacy. There's, you know, people on social media that talk about those kind of things as well. So you don't even have to go out and spend a lot of money to learn those things. You can start small by, you know, listening to free podcasts, for example, or reading a book. And, you know, you don't have to buy that. You can go to the library and learn that. So there's, you know, it's like really there's accessible things out there to learn more about this. And, yeah, if you're not happy with your current financial situation, then please don't let that hold you back. Like I said, instead of thinking, you know, I'm just not good at that or I don't know how to do this. You can learn that. So look at, you know, what comes in into your bank account, what goes out and take that as your starting point rather than feeling ashamed, you know, for past decisions that you might have made or indecisions that you didn't make. It's not too late to learn more and to make changes. It never is, not just in terms of finances. And yeah, so that's exactly where I'm at personally. I noticed that I didn't really feel in control of my finances and I wanted to change that. So I'm diving right into all those resources and I take stock of where we're at as a family and I want to learn more about investing and all those things. 
And I believe it matters more um, how I want to move forward from here on out than how I feel about my past level of finan uh, financial literacy. Shaming myself for not knowing better and for not looking into budgeting and investing sooner would just keep me stuck where I was. But learning more and making changes accordingly will help me to get closer to where I want to be. And I'm not talking about like huge changes, but you know, you can start small. And that's why I have my clients um, do a simple life evaluation when they start their Carmosy and Mama project. So one of the areas is finances. Like, I, again, I don't give financial advice and I don't coach on that, but I can help you find your starting point. You know, I can help 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 you feel make it feel less scary by looking, looking at the numbers and looking where you're at. And, you know, we do that for like financials, one of the areas, and then there's other areas that all affect your life as a whole. And I don't, you know, I get them to do life audit. I get them to rate the areas and I don't do that to make them feel bad for where they're at. I do that because I want to help them see what areas they need to focus on first and to recognize all the areas in their life that are actually going really well. Because if you spread yourself, like the, the reason for doing this in the beginning of a coaching um, series is to, you know, be aware of what's happening, where you're at. Because if you spread yourself too thin by wanting to work on all the things and making the change, like, you know, making all the changes in each area of your life, then you just end up feeling like even more overwhelmed than you were before. And then your nervous system will be like, danger, danger, <laughs> going to like freeze or flight. And that's not the point of it all. And, you know, the same applies to looking into your finances. Don't go into one look at it and realize oh my god i'm spending so much money on this and that and like trying to make all the changes all at once just take it one step at a time so instead with the life audit we what we do is we focus on the areas that need attention the most right now so this might be finances or it could be something else like physical or mental well-being relationships or something else like i have i think it's like I don't remember what off the top of my head, but I think it's like nine different areas and you get to rate them. And then based on that, we make the decision what we focus on. And maybe you feel like all of those areas could be better right now. And that's okay too. We still start by taking stock and focusing on the one, like focusing on one area at a time, maybe two, but no more than that. Because again, we don't want to go into overwhelm and freeze. And again, if this happens, like if this area happens to be finances for you, if you, you know, you're listening to this and you realize I would really like to work on, you know, finances, like I would like to get a start on that and, you know, better manage my money. I encourage you to go into student mode, do, do some research and experiment with making some changes. And again, don't, I don't encourage you to make all the changes all at once, do it one at a time. And if you would like some support to help you figure out where to start to be a more calm and mama, not just with finances, because again, <laughs> I'm not a financial advisor, but like, you know, with the life audit in general, the areas that you want to focus on first, if you want support with that to get through the overwhelm and get started and not put it off any longer, because if you like, 
you know, there's so much going on. There's so many things I would need to focus on. And so you just don't do it altogether. Instead, if you want help, I will help you figure it out. We'll focus on one or two things at a time. We'll make it really simple, really easy to digest for your nervous system. And then we just get started. So if you would like to dive in deeper into that, then check out my website, www.cindygramschnitt.com and reach out to me. I would love to help you to feel less overwhelmed and stuck and instead become a more calm and resilient mama. And that's it for me for now and I'll talk to you next time.